Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am positive Chuck Mockler. Are we your friendly neighborhood Clippers podcast? Yes. Just a couple of best friends and Clipper credentialed media folks who mm-hmm. bring you lots on Clippers five days a week. 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. What a time. Good way what to start the day. And to start your day off today, we're kicking things off with a preview of the upcoming matchup against the Oof. Raptors. This is one of three final home games for the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Uh, so very important to take care of that one. We're going to talk about what we need to do well to win as well as what could go wrong. And then it's my favorite day of the week. It's Twitter Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Every single Monday, we ask for your questions on Twitter. That's at Locked on Clips. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much to everybody who sent those in ahead of time. We love to hear from you. A lot you. of good ones today. It might run into two segments. <sighs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, so that could be two segments. And then... Uh, we'll have some shavings for you. Basically, there's you know a whole lot of hubbub about the plan. Now that people are worried, they're going to hmm, have to plan it. Weird. Uh, <laughs> and we're also recording this on Ty Lue's birthday. Happy yeah. birthday, Ty Lue. Yeah, wow, way to go, man. buddy. Uh, so all that and more coming up right about now. But first, got to let you know, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of the Locked On Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. You are Locked On Clippers. Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, welcome to Clippers Raptors. Talked about this after the Nuggets game. I want this to be a destruction. A decimation. A decimation. Um, But it might be kind of difficult. Raptors are coming off being the Lakers with an insane two-man performance from Lowry and Siakam. (laughs) Wild. Makes no sense. Doesn't make this like an easier to think about matchup, really. Um, The Raptors are likely out Gary Trent Jr. and Fred Van Fleet's questionable. Yeah. So two pretty big losses. And then Ty Lue said on Monday that Bev has played some five-on-five, but he's ruled out um, along with Serge and Amir Coffey, who's out for health and safety protocols. So hope he's doing okay. Yeah, best um, to Amir. Yes. Um, but yeah, so usual suspects are out. What do we need to do well in this game? I think a strong rebounding game is going to go a long way for the Clippers. I hope so. Um, the Raptors are, you know, they're an okay defensive team. Uh, not a great rebounding team. They're 29th <laughs> in total rebounds per game. Uh, 29th in opponent offensive rebounds. So okay. <laughs> we need, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in terms of percentage. So we need to take advantage of any second Absolutely. chance looks that come our way. Um, they're also 28th in the league in <laughs> defensive rebound so percentage. So they're firmly 29th in rebounding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, look, they run a bit of an unconventional center rotation uh, with Ken Birch in the starting lineup uh, at the five next to Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. So there is some size in that front court. But at the actual center position, it's a little bit weird. Uh, With Chris Boucher listed as out at the time that we're recording this, I think we could maybe see some some heavier Baines minutes. Um, He's averaging like six points, five boards, and an assist in in just over like 15 minutes a game. I'm happy we didn't get Aaron Baines. That was a target for a while that I kind of thought about and wanted a little bit. Happy we didn't. I like the idea. I think, I mean, I feel like that's a veins for kind of a lot of teams is you like the idea. But yeah, definitely need to have a strong rebounding game in this one to to secure a win. 100%. Also, let's defend the three point line well. Yeah. We did in the first game against the Suns, we did a great job of this. Uh, that, That April 1st game against them. Raptors don't move the ball as well as the Suns do. They're averaging the 17th most assists per game, so pretty middle of the road. Even down two of our starters, we should be able to make outside shooting difficult. And we will have to because the Raptors take the fourth most three-point attempts in the league. They hit him in a 37% clip, which is 12th in the league. Still mind-blowing. Um, 
But I'd like to see some limited three-point opportunities. Yes. And it also means the defense is playing well as a whole, usually, if that's happening. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We have been doing a pretty good job of limiting teams' three-point attempts. For sure. Uh, so to see that continue would be great. And on the other end of the floor, we need to knock down shots. Um, yes. Look, one of the Raptors' greatest strengths defensively is they are the second-best paint defense in the league Ooh. in terms of points allowed per game in the paint. Mm. Uh, so we need to create quality looks through ball movement and, and just punish this team from deep. Yeah, They're currently allowing their opponents around 37 three-point attempts per game, which okay. is bottom five in the NBA All right. in terms of how many threes you allow. Right. They allow a lot of threes yeah. to their <laughs> opponents, basically, is what I'm saying. They don't rebound, they allow a lot of threes. Interesting. Yeah, not good. Usually. Yeah, interesting, interesting mix. So I, I'd kind of like to, in this one, see guys just take the open shot instead of, like, dribbling Be into the arc. Selfish. And then, like, adding the extra pass. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, ball movement is gonna is key for sure. Mm -hmm. But there's times where we see this team, I think, pass up an open look for a better shot that maybe isn't actually there. Yes. And like against the Nuggets, we shot what, 42% from three? Yeah. With how well the Clippers have been shooting this season, I hope it's better than that. Yeah. Well, teams are <laughs> selfishly. <laughs> teams are hitting their threes against the Raptors too. They're not just taking a lot, they're making a lot. They're hitting them at like a 38% clip, which in terms of three-point defenses is bottom 5 in the NBA. All right, so it's set up well. It's set up well. It's set up well. But what could go wrong? Well, one just kind of weird thing. We don't know who we're playing. We have not played this team in what a, a full calendar year. Five hundred. I think Greif tweeted out five hundred and eleven days or something like that. Yeah, we have not seen them yet this season. This Raptors team has been through a lot, sort of as reflected in their standings. They've had like a 18, 19 Clippers level of starting rotation for sure. Uh, so it's, it's super kind of in, unpredictable in that aspect, and then. You pile on on top of that. They do have guys like, you know, two guys can go off together and just kill yeah, you. Put so, up 80 if they want. Uh, it, it's kind of like the unknown is definitely a, a sort of strong thing that the Raptors yeah. have going for them in terms of, you know, when you're looking at film for a matchup yeah. or uh, <laughs> That's a good trying call. to game plan a team. Bit There's, of a trap game. It's an unknown element. quantity. Yeah, for sure. The unknown, the most terrifying basketball stat of all. <laughs> um, they force a lot of turnovers, too. The Raptors do. They're number one in opponent turnover percentage. Uh, opponents turn the ball over 14 and a half times per 100 possessions. Wow. Quite a bit. They're fifth in steals and third in blocks. We can't be sloppy. You know, I, I, we lost these last two games partly due to being, you know, not in the Nuggets game because we had what? We had like six turnovers. Six turnovers. Like it was that. really, really well controlled um, ball. More so the Suns game. Yeah. There was just some turnovers where you're like, what are we doing here? Um, yeah. Just sloppiness overall. It can't be there. Yeah. And then another thing that could crush us would just be a lackluster defensive effort. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Raptors are just outside the bottom 10 in effective field goal percentage. Yeah. Um, they're 18th in the league in points per game. So, you know, below middle of the road, but right yeah. around there. So their volume is still there. Yeah, despite, they take a Yeah, like despite the lack of efficiency. But like I said, they have, you know, some guys who can cook teams. And look, it's really going to be important to me watching this last section of games. Like, like I said up top, this is one of three of our last home games. Yeah. Um, you know, it's we're kind of phasing out of the building process right now. For we're sure. kind of, we're, you know, we've we've cultivated mass. Now we've got to <laughs> kind of carve that shit out. Exactly. So uh, building good habits for this final road trip to end the season is going to be super crucial. Absolutely. Uh, key matchups. <laughs> Zoo versus the bounce back game. Okay. 
He had to go against Jokic last time out. A lot of people were talking about how he didn't do well against Jokic. We won the Jokic Zoom minutes. Um, it's good stuff. And it's Jokic. This he time plays you 48 minutes, maybe things look a little different. <laughs> maybe. This time he's going against Birch, who is not as much of a threat on the offensive end as Nikola Jokic. No mm-hmm. disrespect to Birch. Zoo's in a good spot to have a big game. The boards are going to be there. You know, I, his rim running is, has been great. The passing out of the short rolls has kind of just consistently looked really good. I would see them I'm having somewhat this. of a hard time containing him offensively as well. Yes. Unless they want to put like for size, I mean, Birch is like six nine, yeah. six ten. Uh, so, yeah. So, gotta talk about the birthday boy, Tyler. Paul George. Oh yeah, dude. There's so many Clippers birthdays. Uh, who's guarding him? What's what's my man <laughs> gonna do in this game? No idea who's guarding him. I imagine Siakam's gonna be on Kawhi, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, maybe Ananobi or yeah. Um, PG was five for twenty one last time out versus the Nuggets. Wasn't very efficient versus the Suns. I think playing without Kawhi for so long and then Kawhi is back in the lineup, that's kind of a big adjustment to make. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Paul George had to carry the Clippers for a while with Kawhi out. So I think, you know, maybe just some growing pains last game. I think they're both going to look a little bit better. But I think we shouldn't be too selfish in what we want to see from Kawhi in this game, I think. Yeah. He's still kind of ramping up. He's not yeah. on the injury report, which is good. But... I think we can expect, I think we can want a little more from Paul George. Definitely. I think it's fair to want that this game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it'd be great to have another, another strong PG showing. What's your prediction? What do you got? We, we have to win this game. Agreed. This is like, like I said, these three home games, this is the easiest of the three. If we want to get any sort of momentum going, we have to win this game. So yeah. I'm going to say that we put it away and it's solely out of necessity. A hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. I, God, I hope they just. <laughs> Destroy the Raptors. Uh, coming up, we're answering your fantastic questions on Twitter Tuesday. But first, got to give a shout out to the Locker Room app. Hey, whoa. What, what is, is this Locker Room app? Everyone keeps talking about it. It's the live audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates. Maybe you're watching a debate. Maybe you're debating about a watch party. Post-game breakdowns and reacting to breaking news. Again, it is free audio-only social media platform for sports fans. Um, it's just a fun way to kind of hang out, watch games. You can kind of do anything on there. Um, as long as you have a Twitter account, which is great. All you need to do to get the Locker Room app is download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store. It is free. Create a profile and link your Twitter. Can't be an egg Avi. You got to have a real Twitter. Absolutely. Which is a, a good process that they use. So got to sort always, out the weirdos. It sorts out the weirdos. It's a good way to keep, you know, discussions good, flowing. Nothing, no one's trolling too much. Uh, follow at Locked on NBA to be notified when the rooms go live. Come with your spiciest takes. One more time, big shout out to the Locker Room app. Okay, so we're back with Twitter Tuesday. I want to once again say thanks to everybody who sent those questions in ahead of time. If you'd ever like a chance to get your question featured on the show, go ahead, send that over to at Locked on Clips, preferably mm-hmm. on a Monday, but we're happy to chop it chop it up at any time. Oh, week. yeah, 100%. Um, first questions from a couple of fellow Clippers podcasts. Okay. Also, just have to say, the amount of Clippers media growth has been great these past couple seasons. Yeah. It's so great. Uh, more pods. Also, really great that the uh, home broadcast is embracing multiple nicknames. Justin Russo got uh, big government on the air. Nice. For Reggie Jackson. We have a Doom Italian. Good good year for fandom. Um, the Lob the Jam pod by the guys over at 213 Hoops, the people over at 213 Hoops, asks, what's wrong with being excited for the Luke Kennard progress report? <laughs> With a follow-up by Clipper Spencer, who says, I'm a huge Luke Kennard fan. 
but I don't hear enough about them. I'm only free on Mondays between 7 a.m. and 7.45 a.m. And I love online auto parts warehouses, protein bars with good flavors, and online sports reality TV betting. What should I do? Oh, man. Well, do we have a segment for you? First of all, Law of the Jam, there's nothing wrong with being excited for the Canard Progress Report. No, and it's it's one of those things that we, we talked about it yesterday. And yesterday, it would Canard just be Progress funny Report. if someone's only episodes they listen to yeah. were the Monday episode. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> the thing for, for Luke is I, I think that he is a very exciting prospect. The, you know, like, all the elements are there of an exciting player, right? Yeah. Uh, offensively. Knockdown shooter. Very exciting. Can pass the ball. Nice uh, handle, too. Yes. Can create off the dribble. Um, it's just, you know, fitting that piece in that's yeah. sort of been the hard part thus far. So I think, you know, the, the, the joy for us of bringing the Luke Kennard Progress Report is like, when it works, man, it looks really freaking <laughs> good. It's a fun report, yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it's really, really fun. But the thing is that, that we're going to be monitoring it, and this – will likely continue into next season just because, you know, in this offseason, what happens with Luke Kennard and his development becomes the $16 million question. Damn. So, yeah. you know, Almost. it's it's, it's going to only, like, you know, the importance of it is really only going to grow. So we're yeah. going to continue to do it. Got to keep it up. Got to get some clipboards for it or something. Oh, yeah. You know, make it oh, a little yeah. more official. Um, Clipcast asked, shout out to uh, Wild and Dittman over there. Hope we, hope we're going shout to the out game dudes. On, yeah, shout out dudes. We're going to the game on Thursday. We put our credentials in for it. Um, what's the best possible playoff picture in your eyes for Clipper Nation? What, like first round or all the way through? Let's go first round. Let's go all the way through. So like, let's just go just the Western Conference Finals. East, I don't really care who we play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 of course. So for just the Western Conference, for me, it still is and always has been Clips 3, Trailblazers 6, first round. Uh, I just... yeah. Look, man, I don't mean to count out any team because obviously if you're in the, you know, if you're in the top six and avoiding the plane, you're, you know, one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Um, but where I'm at with that is it, it, I don't even think that it's possible really in the, in the standings. I don't know that the Lakers will stay at seven. That seems pretty the, unlikely The West standings, so that's the other part about this. The West standings, I mean. Five it, through seven has all teams have the exact same record. The only thing separating them is tie breakers. Yeah, three and four, it's half a game. One and two, they're tied. So there's a whole mess of possibilities. So really it almost feels like every kind of combination yes, is yeah. on the table for the Clippers. Yeah, but first round for me still is and always has and trailblazers yeah just, especially I, after that damian lillard article yeah i just <laughs> don't see them being able to do anything to really worry the clippers i think yeah. that, that is the the best possible first round matchup mm -hmm. second round matchup more difficult i would prefer the jazz if they stay at two i think maybe okay. to the Suns. uh i just Suns, i don't know so look uh, where i'm at with the Suns is they're not super playoff experienced um but they also, I don't know, they've also just kind of been a challenge for the Clippers. And their roster, I mean, their roster is one that is not, it wasn't built to stop the Clippers. I'm not saying it like that, but it's one that does have the pieces that can make it tough for the Clippers. Yeah, just that mixture of guards. And I mean, Aiton has been so damn good. Dude, yeah. Uh, and their bench is, they're healthy. They is got really, sorry. really solid. Oh. Um, so I, I think, I think I'd like to save the Suns for a Western Conference finals yeah appearance. that'd be great um i don't know if that's in the cards but yeah for me it would be 
it, it, if I had my druthers, it would probably be Blazers, Jazz, and then come whatever may in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, if we get that we'll far, with it. man, if we get that far, uh, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, I'm gonna be so stressed out. Yeah, I think, I mean, so right now it would be Mavs and then Suns in the second round. And then the Western Conference Final is some combination of Jazz, Lakers, Nuggets, Blazers, Warriors, Spurs. <laughs> yeah. So realistically, some combination of Jazz, Nuggets, most likely. Yeah. Which I want to avoid Jokic at all costs. I don't, I want to avoid, I, I don't really have a preferred team. Teams I want to avoid, Nuggets. Still, Nuggets are still on your list, even down Murray. Absolutely. Because um, they'll make it difficult. Yeah. It won't be easy. It will not be easy. Not that it's going to be easy against any other team. I don't mean yeah. it like that, but. The only team I legitimately think it's easy, and you know what, feel free to shout me out on Twitter if you think I'm a fool, but like, I think the Trailblazers is a matchup right. like made in That's hell. That's the only one. That's a matchup made in hell for the Trailblazers. That's the only one where I'm like, okay, this is a nice first round. Yeah. Everything else, it's just like, I mean, depending on how the team across the hall is playing, they might be a nice first round opponent, but also that's just going to be a lot of stress. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just you would want to see Lakers first round. Maybe if they if they're limping into the playoffs, <clears throat> yes. If they win four in a row, no. <laughs> um, good question. Lot to think about because it can change. Like, you know, at with every game. Let um, us know your preferred matchup at yes. Lockdown Clips. At Lockdown Clips. Shout out Clipcast. At Good Underscore Mold. Great, great Twitter name. What are some ways to get PG into a good headspace and boost his confidence other than him actually playing better? Um, you know, I think he just turned he just turned 31. And I think that what people are gonna see as a fellow 31-year-old yourself, is it's kind of like the post-baby performance that sometimes NBA players get. The 31st birthday? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. That's a thing. My dog is firmly in his 30s. <laughs> I don't he's one year. He's ready to come out right. dropping 30 a game. Okay, that's fair. I think they should hold a PS5 tournament and just very clearly throw it in Paul George's favor. Well, we also finally need to have the fucking the uh unbraided, combed out hair competition between him and Kawhi. Because oh, that's maybe, a good call. You know, maybe Paul George has the edge in terms of, Dude, what if they of, both, of total braids. What length. if they both take the braids out for the playoffs? That'd be, that'd just be wild. first round, it's just like, oh no. I mean, we sweep the first round at that. Oh happens. yeah. I think <laughs> somebody I think. had a really funny take about if James Harden showed up to the first round of the playoffs or in the finals and he just immediately shaved his head and beard, people would be like, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy <laughs> on the court? Ball? <laughs> man, just bick everything. That would be terrifying. That would look, I don't even. Oh, people man. wouldn't even know how to guard him. They'd be like, where's Harden? Yeah. I'm losing him on I the court. Don't. I do not want to see the photoshops of that. Um, Matthew Seha asks, how many games do you think the Clippers will have at full strength before the playoffs, if any? So with Serge and Bev already being ruled out and Amir Coffey for the game against the Raptors, that leaves six games. I'll put it at three. I'd take the... You're taking the under? I'd put the line at two and a half. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I, I think I'd take the under. I think it's going to be like two. That's fair. Fully healthy. Like I think everybody's be, playing. I think it'll be three games. All right. I hope so. I think we'll get three games out of it. Um, at ThoughtStream asks, what's your worry to confidence ratio for this team based on our injury history? Oh, I mean, 
On a one-to-one? Yeah, I mean, like, my worry to confidence ratio, though, for everything on this team is essentially one-to-one. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I mean, it hasn't been great, but we were talking about this before the podcast. I mean, we're not the only team immune to this. Yeah. Really, I mean, like, you know, every team has had those struggles this season. You look at the Western Conference standings, and, I mean, to a certain degree, it's defined some of, you know, like, what has separated the top. From, Absolutely. From kind of everybody yeah, you look else. Who's been healthy? Um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's not any greater base than anything else. I sort of worry about on this team on a daily basis. Yeah, I think what I'm worried about most is health, and then second is just maybe some cold shooting nights in the playoffs. Yeah, and then yeah, second is defense. Third is cold shooting nights. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have to take some of these more questions in the last segment. Yeah, you guys asked some fantastic questions, but first, Will, talk to me about auto parts. All right, look, you got to check out Rock Auto. With the, inc- Listen up. <laughs> with the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why even try? Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, wow. which is every component that makes a car <laughs> is, is my understanding. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It doesn't make any sense. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Now that you got your car parts, it's time to bet. Yes. And where you should bet, bet on cars. Bet on cars. You can bet on anything, and you should bet at betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, so is college basketball, but the NBA, MLB, and NHL are in full swing and skate. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Remember, that's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online sports book experts. Okay, and we're back with some more Twitter Tuesday questions. Thank you to everybody who sent those in. So we're going to at GOAT Stafford season. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Do we trust Boogie as our backup center if Ibaka continues to have back problems through the playoffs? Also, are you glad we we at least have him on the roster as an option? We'll answer the second part. Obviously, yes. Yes. The other option is Patrick Patterson, who still is getting a mess of time. Yeah, and like matchup wise, there's some things that are interesting. He can kind of stretch the floor a little bit, but Boogie is the better op- Boogie is the better option of your third string centers. Yeah, I mean it's <clears throat> a coin flip for me. 
Between Patterson and Cousins? In the playoffs, yes. Interesting. Regular okay. season, I love Boogie a lot more. Yeah, um, Boogie, I just still He feel... does a lot of other little things that Patterson doesn't. He takes charges. Yeah. He oh, like, yeah, does man. all this physical, like, annoyance stuff yeah. that I really like. But I think in the playoffs, I mean... You don't he, think he demands a little bit more respect from a defense? He does, but I think that the other side of the ball, which is hunt Boogie on every single possession. Gotcha. Yeah, The whistle's greater. tighter in the playoffs. <laughs> like, it, it feels like a coin flip. I'm happy he's on the team. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Quality addition, for but sure. But you'd go, you'd go Boogie. I mean, so look, if we have to do this in the playoffs... I mean, unless we're playing the Lakers. Right. We know who the AD We all know who we're picking. But if we have if we have to do this, if we have to have this conversation in the playoffs, I guess that's boogie. Yeah. 55-45 boogie. Wow, I'm surprised it's that tight for you. Yeah. Well, unless Patterson makes his first shot, then I'm picking Patterson. But if he's not making he So he's starting now too? No, no, no. For oh, like, just his first yeah, yeah. shot in the flow <laughs> of the game. Patterson taking the jump ball. I interpreted that as That's being the so first funny. shot of the game. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you bring Patterson in for one possession. Um, at Danny H says, should the team prioritize seeding or favorable matchups? Especially if they do need to reintegrate Pat and Surge, the easiest matchups possible will help the cause. IMO, which of course stands for in my opinion. You should always go for the best possible seeding. You should also always go for the best possible seed you can get. I don't like cutesy stuff where you flip flop, <laughs> where you try to flip flop and like. You're here to win games, is what you're Look, here to man, do. You Coach Updike is here to win games. I'm just saying you should not try to cherry pick your matchup because you just don't. Well, know. every matchup's so tight, right? Like five through seven's <laughs> tied. You just yeah, you just don't know the way the chips are gonna fall. And I think like trying to do something cute, which I don't think the Clippers are trying to do. I, I think it's they very much somewhat, do not care about seeding. It's somewhat of a rarity that teams try to do. Um, but when they do it, I do feel like the possibility of it to backfire is very high. I think it's, I agree. And I think it's both too. Cause I don't think the Clippers care about seeding. Ty Lue's not interested in it. We've seen lineups in games very recently where it's like, maybe we're not okay. This like, this is Patterson starting the fourth. Like, yeah, that's fair. so it's just weird. I don't even know if it's a double-edged sword, but like, I don't think they're worried about seeding. Like they're not, they're not trying to pick their favorite matchup, but they're also not prioritizing seeding, if that makes sense. No, no, totally, totally. <laughs> but you should, I mean, just in my opinion, you should obviously- Just win every game. Yes, you should obviously just win every game. Yeah, I, for sure. How hard is it, you know? <laughs> Fire a team. Well, and, the, and you know, home court does mean something more than it did last season. Yes, there's fans, absolutely. That's a really good call. Um, shout out Danny H. At Danny EMT, whole lot of Danny's in the building. Um, they asked, does it really boil down to us being healthy? I know it's a huge help and we desperately need it, but is there something we're not doing? Honestly, I don't think so. I think it's health. I, I, I've i said this, like I said this pre-trade deadline. Good um, question too. Yeah, I said this pre-trade deadline, but like to me, like on paper, you look at this roster, this is a roster that when healthy has every piece that you need to win a it championship. It looks different than last year. The the passing, the ball movement, the wide open threes, yeah. everything. Well, I mean, that's is, process though. Like, yeah. and, and that's, you it's know, there. process is something completely different. But mm -hmm. I think like, when I think about health, I'm talking, I'm thinking about just availability. Straight up, yeah. And like, yes, this team, when healthy, is a championship team. Yeah, 100%. Like, I don't think there's any way around that. It, it kind of does. And it, it's not everything. There's a lot of other things. Right, uh, yeah. But I mean, there's going to be some Patterson minutes we look back on in the playoffs maybe and think, eh, maybe it didn't help us out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but I mean, health, look, it's this way 
for all 30 teams every single season. But I think this year, just with the compressed schedule, um, as well as, you know, health and safety protocol stuff, we've seen that, you know, the, the, healthy, the healthiest teams, uh, at least in the Western Conference, have really been able to succeed. Not quite the same in the East, but, uh, you know, <laughs> that's not what I'm covering. A whole bunch of that's not what I'm covering. Going on over there. Um, in the goofy conference. <laughs> Our buddy Arno, shout out Arno, um, asks, after clinching a playoff berth once again, do you guys ever take a step back and appreciate that at least we have playoff games to complain about? Something, something, better to have loved and lost, whatever the saying is. I love this. Shout out Arno. This is a great question. Of course, man. Are you, like, in the last 10 years, we had, we've had more playoff appearances than the previous, what, 30 years of the yeah. franchise's existence? I mean, look, uh, I didn't become a Clippers fan because I was like, this is a team you that's like going to win a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I wonder what the crossover to like Yankees and Clippers fans are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, you're like, I'm a Pats and I'm a Clippers fan. <laughs> well, you formerly a former uh, former uh, Yankees fan. Yeah, right? for sure. I grew up in Montana. My grandpa liked the Yankees, so it was like cool. familial though. Yankees. It's a familial oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. There was yeah, Montana's a long way away. Um, <laughs> I think so. When I read this question, I was having a tough day at work, and I was like. No, <laughs> like it sucks. No, but Arno's right. This is the uh, ask yeah. the Kings, oh, ask God the Sun, ask the Suns. Previous to this year, yeah, think how happy they are right now, and I mean that in a nice way. Yeah. Like, no, and I, I mean yeah, I get that it's like a meme and that we're shit on for never making it out of the second round, but like, I you know, it used to be a lot worse. Yeah. Four teams make it to the second round. Yeah, we used and to have that, a racist. You know what I mean? Like four teams make it. We used to have a racist owner who saved ankle tape. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. We used to have literally the worst owner you can have, which is a racist cheap guy. Um, shout out, Arno. I hope you're having a good day. Um, now moving on to just some shaving stuff. Um, everyone's. Let's start with some team-specific stuff. All right. It's Ty Lue's birthday, the day we're recording this. Yes. Shout out, Ty Lue. Shout out you. It's your birthday as well, the day we're recording this. Hey. Maybe. Could be. Or is it tomorrow? Um, do you think him and PG are having a combined party? Or is that like partying with your boss or is basketball team different? Like No, it's it's definitely separate parties. Uh I think PG is is kind of doing is definitely doing his own thing. I think it might be combined party to start, and then Ty Lu's going home. He's 44. He also, yeah, man, I don't think that the man sleeps a lot. He doesn't. That was an issue um, when he was in Cleveland. Like he had to take a leave of absence. But he's 44. So there's a point where he's like, I'm going home. You yeah, guys only keep doing- 44. That seems yeah. so young. Very young. Um, he's like, you guys go do what you got to do. Coach is out, you know, have a fun time. Co- what well, coach can't see yeah, won't hurt him. Exactly. Oh, and then Paul George yeah. was like, all right, you know, this was great. And then, you know, maybe the more 31-year-old type stuff happens. Yeah. But- the wild. The wild <laughs> shit. Sure. Coach uh, Lou had kind of a <laughs> pretty intense quote today on Monday at practice about it. All right. He said that on his birthday, he has only two choices. Uh, get old or die young. And he'd rather get old. Oof, okay, Ty. Uh, Imagine you're at a, someone's birthday party and they blow out the candles and they say, there's two options, get old or die young. And you're well, like, I feel like that's more okay. of a quote where you're like explaining. You're years. smirking when you say it. Or you're explaining to your significant other why why you're doing a, a massive rail of cocaine at your birthday, and you're saying I have two options. Yeah, he's like, and they're like, okay, you gotta slow this down. Um, <laughs> moving on to some play uh, play in tournament talk. Everyone's being a baby about the play in tournament, 
And it's only people who didn't really think they'd have to play in it. It's just funny the switch that we've seen. Yeah. For sure. So like, look, deal man, with it. I think that I think that the play-in tournament is exciting for those lower teams, and I do think that it gives you something to compete for. I don't think that once you get into the actual, like once everyone is seated post playing tournament, I don't think that you've done anything to positively impact the level of competition between that, you know, the one seed and the eight seed and right. the two seed and the seven seed. Uh, I can't necessarily say that it's made it harder, but in my mind, I think that it's made it harder. You've had yeah. to play more games. Extra games. Um, yeah. so, Especially this season. So yeah, I. I understand. Like they have a point. The, I mean, they they just have they just have a point. But if you were people, if you were the seventh seed last year, you would not have. To, well, actually, last year you would have had to go yeah. through this shit. But, <laughs> but it's specifically people who were on board with it, which is why it's great. It's Mark Cuban. It's LeBron James. You guys wanted this, so you said this. They said it in such a way too, where it was like, "Yeah, let those teams figure it out." And you're like, "Now you're one of those teams," and. If you thought you were too good to be in the playing game, you're not because you're in it. So just deal with it is kind of where I'm at. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're setting up the excuse already. So, I mean, I disregard almost anything Mark Cuban says. So fine. That's fair. LeBron has f actually flip flopped on this issue twice. Uh, the original idea shocking. of the play in was pitched uh, by Zach Lowe, I believe, in a Grantland article like years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. And LeBron was asked about it and said he thought it was dumb as hell. And then last year, well, last year the quote is a little bit different because he is talking specifically about the bubble. Good call. Um, okay. And he's saying that there are all these teams that, like, you know, had the season played out. You know, it wasn't really fair to say, you know, because they did end up cutting what ten games yeah, from the schedule for sure. and then moving it to the bubble. Um, so it is like, I, look, you can think whatever you want to think about LeBron's quote on this. I mean, I think that him saying someone should get fired maybe crosses a line, <laughs> but like. Yeah, like they're going to pin that on some intern. <laughs> yeah, like it just is a different circumstance I, it's in my mind from last year's situation to this year's situation. Right. Um, they shouldn't, they they probably shouldn't have played in the year where there's shortened games and there's been, you know, just no preseason. Like, yeah, totally, um, totally, totally. But I do think like the idea is interesting. I just think that. I, I do think that it affects the competitiveness in the regular season. You're just not doing anything to make the first round of the playoffs any more exciting. Yeah, it's less exciting. It's less. I would say yes, it's less exciting. Give me the midseason cup over the play-in tournament. I'm, you know what? I'm in full agreement. I don't know that. what you give people. Okay, except as a for prize. I think I think that players sit out in the in a midseason cup. But, but that's but. the point because then if you're if you're the Clippers or you're a top team, if you're the Nets, you're obviously not playing your stars in the cup. Yeah, which gives the good teams an opportunity to see what guys got at a really high level of competition. And it gives other teams, depending what the prize is, A, a chance for a trophy that year. Yeah. Everyone gets a freaking trophy. Um, literally every other sport. And they should get a pick or Pretty something. Pretty much every other sport has a midseason cup. Like yeah. Soccer has a midseason cup. Like, um, depending what it is, yeah, extra second, one extra second round pick at the end of the round or something like that. Yeah. It gives teams that aren't going to win the championship a chance of like, we're playing good guys in this tournament. Yeah, you should get the 30th pick. That's a good call. Um, ah, and 30th pick. Yeah, you just get one. Yeah, and it's one. So it's like, and a sweet trophy. Obviously. And whatever your other pick already is. So and get, some vouchers for whatever local buffet. Yes, I mean, of course. We of can't course. forget that. Um, you got to get those vouchers. I think that about wraps it up. Unless we're going to start talking about our favorite buffets. 
Uh, no, man. We've we've already gone <laughs> firmly off the rails on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we'll be back, though, tomorrow. Absolutely. Wednesday's episode, recap of the Clippers versus Raptors game. Hey, what you say Wednesday, Paul? So look out for that on Twitter. Whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, where can these people tell their parents that they should listen to us before, you know, they maybe meet up again so they have something to talk about? Oh, yeah. It's a great <laughs> conversation starter. Tell your parents to listen to us uh, on iTunes with the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. Mm -hmm. You can always tell your smart speaker to play locks on Clippers. It works flawlessly. As we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you listen. We absolutely would. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler. And I am William, the opinion updike. We appreciate you.